This is Van Like the Ghost. This is episode 130. It's 2019, and we're talking up the third Van Like the Ghost Dark Ghost album called The Flower That Blooms at Midnight in the Tomb, or T-F-B-A-M-I-T-T, as an acronym. Um, this is an album that we exclusively are using as the primary instrument, the Teenage Engineering OPZ or OPZ which is a little mini workstation the size of a TV remote. We've been very impressed with the initial build on this thing. It's a high-quality instrument, though it's a little sharp on the edges. I've actually nicked my fingers a little bit, getting calluses from using it. I haven't uh, experimented with actually controlling it with another device. I'm thinking of getting an Arteria uh, key step, a little mini key step to run it, and I'm also... I'm uh, thinking of using my BeatStep Pro, but I haven't gotten the wire. It would be cool if a teenage engineer would sell the wires on their site, but they haven't done that. I have heard that there's going to be a sampling module, and I have actually seen the CV module, which looked very interesting, which would be cool to see if I could use this to control my Mother 32 or my um, uh, DFAM. It would be awesome to see how I could actually... Uh, sequence uh, DFAM drum beats or Moog Mother 32 sequences or even my Arteria uh, Mini Brew 2S and my System 1M, which actually has CV from Roland. Uh, so it's a very inst- interesting machine. I, I, I am thinking it's going to be the centerpiece of my live act along with probably a Roland um, Axe Edge, which the idea would be that you could actually record a track on the OPZ, load it up to a SD to a USB stick, put it onto a Roland uh, Axe Edge, use the OPZ tracks as backing tracks, and then play lead over it with the with the the um, Axe Edge. And then when you need to play piano, instead of looking like a T Rex, you, th- you take a stand and you put the the the, the actual. Um, Rolling axe edge on a stand. When you got to play two hands, you do that. When you're just playing leads, you pick it up off the stand. So it kind of solves the problem that um, Anderton was making a lot of fun to that stand. But you know, as as synth players, we want to have a presentation, um, and so I think using something like the axe edge is not a bad idea for stagecraft and connecting to the audience. And you just got to know what tool to use and what looks good and what doesn't. But Getting back to the third Dark Ghost album, The Flower That Blooms at Midnight in a Tomb, is dealing with a lot of social dissonance. We've taken a lot of poetry from our collection of poetry from 1995 called Cancer. We've used a lot of those poems as inspiration for this album as long as well as poems for an unreleased poet, poet poem project called um, uh, Synesthesia. And we had another one called Dancing and Drowning in the Shallow Waters, which anybody who listens to our SoundCloud, you've seen tracks from that playlist, which is actually a full like rock opera. Um, similar to September, which is out there on Spotify, is our full rock opera, which is available. Now, this album, uh, The Flower That Blooms at Midnight in the Tomb, is going to be on CD through Amazon Demand, on-demand CD. We're releasing it through TuneCore. It's going to be available also on all the streaming platforms. <clears throat> so you'll be able to get a physical CD. It'll be a little cheaper than what you know, what we're charging on the diggers. 
for Diggers Volume 1 Dark Ghost, um, that album is $24 plus shipping and handling, which is 6 or $7. It is a two-vinyl album, and it's very limited. It was only 197 copies out of 200 available. And, uh, you know, it's it's our first vinyl release. And so if you guys want to have a physical limited edition copy of The Ghost and you like The Ghost, and we've got over 5,200 fans, so I would hope some of you would check it out. The links are on here. I'll put another link out there. Uh, this third album is a little bit different vibe, and it's kind of where our head's at now. Um, so this is our most current material for this album, The, the Flower Blooms at Midnight in the Tomb. Uh, so this is, uh, you know, the latest synth out there. Um, the, the OPZ is a revelation. It allows you to construct things in a way that I've talked about before because expansive sound experiments, which is my, you know, record label, my, my indie label, we like to record outside of DAW. And what's cool about the OPZ, it gives you some DAW capabilities in terms of the sequencer and the quantizing allows you to clean up tracks similar to what you do in a DAW or any other system that has a sequencer with, you know, quantizing. Uh, but you can kind of dial it in and it's non-destructive and you can change it and you can back it out, which is really cool. And the fact that it's a hardware synth, which I like a lot, that you can just get the inspiration of, you know, step recording or you can real-time record. So it's really interesting. Like you can step record beats or you can real time record melodies and beats. And you can go and create, you know, the bass line, the kick, the snare, the cymbals. And what's interesting is under like the each of the drum types, there's like minor drum types within like the cymbal. There's like wood blocks and like uh, like vinyl uh, sound crackling as one of the engines for the cymbal. So there's a lot of interesting things going on. And there's a, an effect, there's actually a sampling channel that has a lot of different things. And it looks like in the future, uh, they're going to make it so you can bring in samples. I would love to bring in my Morphogene samples, my Make Noise Morphogene Eurorack module, and be able to take those samples and load them onto the OPZ in some format. So it would be good if they give the OPZ some of the capability of the OP1, and then when it goes into the OP-1, the OP-1's been taken out of production with some kind of tweaks. I'm hoping that they actually come up with an OP-2. I'd be very interested in that. That might be my dream synth for 2019, if an OP-2. But the Souls B at Megatron synth is also high on the list because it is a very interesting synthesizer, a very customized machine, very interested in that machine. Um, so we're looking at a bunch of things for 2019. We're looking at the Grandmother we're looking at the Roland Axe Edge for performance stagecraft. We're looking at whether Bogue's going to put out the Harmonicon or Subharmonicon, which we don't know if they're going to put it out because there's some rumors that it's hard to actually keep that thing in tune. But hopefully Moog will put that machine out. It is a very interesting machine. I know they focused on the Moog 1 and the Grandmother. They gave us a lot of good stuff last year. Moog Fest has been scheduled for 2019. I would love to go there. Moog, if you're listening, if you give the ghost a ticket, we'd love to hype you up. We we use a lot of your products. Um, we're, our dream machines are the one, a Model D and a Subharmonicon. 
as well as if somebody gave us a 55 or a 35, 33. But, you know, we use a lot of Moog um, capabilities, especially the Mother 32. We've been using for like the first three years of the Ghost. And the DFAM in the last year, we use it significantly. Though this album and in these tracks, which I'm going to get into now, <clears throat> are kind of <clears throat> like personal diss tracks for a situation that was in. And I think a lot of people can feel this. You, you get into a relationship with, with somebody and you, there's a lot of resentment when it doesn't work out. And you feel that and you're honest about it and you, you feel really bad and you feel kind of a lot of, you know, angry. You feel frustrated. You feel resentful. You feel like you were used. And so Josephine is kind of channeling this idea that she was baited into this relationship. Person gave her like un unsolicited, unwanted praise, which actually is a um, song we did, which is now anywhere other than the streaming services. And then you became a slave to this fuck, you know, that, that you were totally enamored by him, even though they seem to be kind of flirting with you. And then they kind of backed off when you actually return the flirtatious behavior. It's always about control um, and about like, misuse of control and psychological manipulation. And then, you know, Josephine's typical response is that she's pretty much a very assertive, vindictive character is, you know, the cold steel stiletto embrace, you know, you're going to get axed out uh, with a cold steel stiletto embrace, if you understand that. And, uh, you know, this like she, she had this you know, liaison, with the indigo uh, person and this uh, indigo person kind of totally abused her and she felt very used uh, in the first Dark Ghost album. She prefers to being, um, felt like she was being used like a prostitute, used like a whore. And so, so Josephine's resolve, <laughs> resolve in this is to like make this MF feel the cold steel stiletto embrace, metaphorically or literally. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty much like blues, you know, or country Western ethic ethos is like, I'm going to go and get a gun and going to end this thing. Um, or I'm going to get the knife. I'm going to do this. It's kind of like, you know, my lover done me wrong in the blues. Oh, you know, like, you know, it goes back to even like, Hey Joe, you know, if you, if you listen to like Neil Young, Hey Joe, like Hendrix's version and you go back, you know, to, um, you know, uh, everywhere, everyone knows this is nowhere. And um, uh, in Neil Young, Down by the River, there's this theme, which probably today is not the best kind of theme with all the domestic violence in the world, but there's a theme in blues music and country music and rock music of of being resentful toward one's ex-lover. And, you know, like Neil Young talking about, you know, Down by the River, A Shot by Baby, or, or Hendrix going saying, hey, Joe, you know, he pretty much shot his lover. And there's this thing about this violence that shows up and then people kind of don't know what to do about it. I mean, it's part of the blues, it's part of rock. And maybe there should be a discussion about like, why is this violence always geared toward women? Um, you know, it seems like today's world, uh, it's probably not the best expression with all the minds today that seem to can get warped by all kinds of media. But 
you know, we were feeling in this way and there's a tradition of music. So we're not that different than what, what you've seen with Neil Young or Hendrix in this way. So we're taking that kind of common theme that's in those songs and we're doing it with these songs. Uh, so that's, you know, the story behind these, this music. We are uh, fan supported. We have sponsors. Uh, we are working with CIN Pals. We're going to be working on a campaign for them. We're working on uh, working with um, uh, a lot of other folks that we're working toward uh, getting sponsorships uh, for different clothing lines and things like we did when we were working with TurnBell.com. You should uh, still check out TurnBell.com. They did a cover for our first collaboration with All Control K. We probably won't be anymore. But um, yeah, it's still out there on all the streaming services on Amazon demand download. So two infinitum, Fan Electric Ghost, two is Fan Electric and All Control K. You might want to check that out. So again, on Diggers Factory Records, our first vinyl release, the double vinyl, Dark Ghost Volume 1, is available now for pre-order, coming out in April. We are working toward Dark Ghost Volume 3, which we are talking about now. The flower blooms at midnight in the tomb, and that will be available on CD. Uh, for a pretty good reasonable price and download. Dark Horse Volume 1 is not available for download as a project. Um, you can listen to it on Digger's Factory site uh, to check it out. And then if you do a pre-order, uh, we are telling people that if you are the first people to pre-order, we will get you some goodies, either a copy of our, our book, Cancer, um, or um, some exclusive downloads that we'll send you directly to your email um, from our partner site, Fanburst. We've got some cool stuff there. We can send you links to some material we have out there. So let's uh, have a good new year and uh, let's look forward to all the synthesizer uh, technology coming out. We're hoping that Moog and Profit and Roland impress us. We're really hoping that, that Roland brings out a 16 voice analog synth. Um, not sure if they're going to do it. They still have the System 8, which is the A voice. And they do have the System 500 analog gear. So that's always a, a want. So Roland, if you're listening, a System 500 for us will be a great tool. And we're a big proponent of, of uh, Roland. We have tons of Roland gear. Shameless pro promo for Roland products. But we're a big um, fan of Roland. And we'd love to be involved in their... Uh, 808 day or 9019 day, 707 day, anything like that. So we'll talk to you later and uh, keep on listening to us. We've got some cool guests coming up this month and we'll talk to you more in the coming days and weeks.
This is Ram Electric Ghost, and we're pushing our brand new record, Dark Ghost Volume 1, which is going to be on Digger's Factory Records. And so if you go to https forward slash forward slash www.diggersfactory.com forward slash vinyl forward slash 226598, you can get our brand new album on pre-order comes out in April. We have 196 copies out of 200 left. It's $24 plus shipping and handling. It's a two vinyl album. It is our statement on electronica, experimental music, and progressive trance. Thank you. 
Oh,